This episode of the Outer Geek Gang Club is brought to you by Gamersgate. Download games anytime, anywhere. Visit Gamersgate.com. Hello everybody, welcome back to Elder Geeks Game Club. This is episode number 23, Another World. My name is Steve Wilkinson, and with me, as always, is Phil Summers. Phil, how are you doing tonight? Fantastic. How are you? Doing good. Good. Doing all right. Nice kind of spring, end of spring weather, almost summer. Not quite, Mm -hmm. but uh, yeah. Very nice. Um, Tonight, uh, Randy cannot be with us, our third host. Uh, He is a little under the weather, so he's going to sit out tonight, and will be back with us in a couple of weeks on the next episode. So uh, we hope that he is feeling better soon. Uh, As I mentioned, this is the Game Club. Uh, What we do on this podcast, if you're tuning in for the first time, is we select a game, usually an indie game, a retro game, or a classic title, uh, and we play it for a couple of weeks, and then we get together and we record the podcast and kind of give our thoughts on it and, and uh, critiques, things we liked, things we didn't like, uh, and that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. So this time around, we played the game Another World, uh, and Phil, why don't you go ahead and give us some history on that game? Sure. Uh, my history tonight is going to be a little, um, maybe not as good as some of my other ones because I've been a little busy, so I just kind of grabbed some basic stuff off Wikipedia. So, sorry for that. But, alright, here we go. So, it came out in 1991. Um, in the U.S., it was actually retitled as Out of This World, which is what I know it as, and I actually have a hard time calling it Another World, so you may hear me refer to it as Out, out of This World a couple times during this uh, <laughs> I podcast. Think, I, I think that's acceptable. <laughs> I, you know, for some people, it may not be acceptable. <laughs> um, so, it was, devi- it was designed and developed by uh, Eric Chahi, and he worked at Delphine Software at the time. Um, so the game was originally designed for Amiga, Atari, ST, uh, the Apple II GS, and for DOS. And then from there, it was ported to the SNES, which is the version I'm very familiar with, uh, the Genesis and the 3DO. There was also a Sega CD port, but that was actually included on the sequel, which was Heart of the Alien. But Heart of the Alien... Even though it's a sequel, it's not, like, um, from Eric's brain. So it's kind of, okay. like, you know, not... It's almost like how there's Metal Gear 2 on the NES, and it's not really Metal Gear 2. You know what gotcha. I mean? Gotcha. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, it's kind of got that deal going on. Um, so Delphine shut down in 2004, and uh, from there, I guess, uh, Chahi was able to get the, the rights to Another World. So now he, like, it's his. He, like, owns it. Um, So from there, he was able to release um, mobile versions on, you know, on old cell phones at that point. So I can't imagine imagine that game, that version of the game was very good. But um, then the one that we played for Game Club was the the, uh, 15th anniversary edition, which came out in 2007 Mm -hmm. for uh, PC. And I don't think that's on Steam, but you can find it on Gamersgate, uh, Good Old Games. Probably a couple other ones, but I'm not sure it's on Steam. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think it is on Steam, which is strange. You think that would be on there? But um, the 20th anniversary version came out last year for the iPhone, the iPad, and it actually just came out this March on Android. Uh, Chai 
had a couple other games. His his game career is actually kind of like staggered a little bit. Um, you know, a few years after um, Out of This World, he did Heart of Darkness for PS1, and that game was kind of in like a development type hell for they don't even know how how long it was in development for they they guess five to seven years. Um, it's kind of like a spiritual successor to to Out of This World. It's not. Um, you know, it's not the same universe, same characters, but it's like a similar type of game. Hmm. Um, and that was, uh, like I said, a PS1 game, and it was like very, you know, lots of FMV. You know, if you played Another World, it kind of makes sense. Lots of FMV in it, and, mm-hmm. you know, very, like, you know, cutscene heavy. Um, which I've, I've never actually played it. I've seen, like, videos of it, and it, looks, it does look pretty cool. I kind of want to, like, go back to it. Um... And then he just recently completed From Dust, which came out on Xbox last summer during the uh, Summer of Arcade, and came out on PC a few months later. And that game is like a god sim. I didn't. I was actually really excited about it when it was announced because I, you know, I like Out of This World. Uh, but when I found out it was a god uh, sim, I kind of like didn't really want to. I didn't really bother mm-hmm. with it. But it's supposedly similar to like Populous or Black, Black or White. Hmm. So. There you go. There, there's your history on another world. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of funny that you mentioned that the Heart of Darkness was kind of in like a development hell, um, because Heart of Darkness is is the, the the thing in Hollywood where it was a book, right, originally, and then like whenever anybody tries to adapt it, it's always like there's like a documentary that's been made about it where like anytime oh, really? someone tries to adapt it into a movie, it turns into like this huge disaster. Like apocalypse now <laughs> is, is a loose, uh, adaption of oh, the story. Really? Yeah. And that, I mean, there's a whole documentary I th- or that might be part of the same documentary about how apocalypse now was like riddled with all these production problems. I think like Martin Sheen almost died in the wow. middle of making it and all this stuff. And, uh, Orson Welles, I think tried to remake it at one point too, like, you know, back in the, um, maybe like the 30s or the 40s, and I think that was a disaster. Uh, it almost like ended his career as a filmmaker. And um, yeah, so it's wow. just kind of I, when you were saying it, I had never heard of it before in, as the video game. Um, so I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah, just, pretty... just as a little tangent. Uh, right. No, it's on... it's funny. I mean, even though even if it has nothing to do with it, yeah, um, it's just right. funny. You know, it's the same title and it still went through like yeah, like a hell, you know, development hell. So, Steve, I'll probably have a lot to say about this game. Mm-hmm. So let's. Uh, you've never played it before, so right. I'm actually I'm actually sad that Randy's not on here. I know Randy's opinion is he. I talked to him a couple days ago, and he was not very high on it. In fact, he sent me a message saying this game sucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he got stuck like immediately. You know, when you first uh, start playing. There's those little leech things on the ground. He couldn't get right. by those. Um, so I was just like, dude, when in doubt, game facts. And then I know he was using, as I, I started playing it, when he was playing it, and I know he used game facts to get farther into it. And mm-hmm. he's actually um, still going to do the YouTube version of this. So I imagine he's capturing his footage of from when he was playing that night. So I don't, you know, that's how far, I don't know how far he got. But right. anyway, you'll see it in the video, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if his opinion changed since then. I tried to. I sent him an email. I was just like, listen, you know, if you, you have anything to add, but he he didn't get back to me in time. So I, I'm curious if his if his opinion changed, but I'm going to assume that it did not change. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, Randy, that I'm like speaking on your behalf there. 
So, so where do you where do you fall in line here? I, I, this was I, your I, and this was your choice too. This so. was a game I picked. Um, it's a game I've never played. It's one of those games that I've kind of always had a um, like I've been aware of it, and I I just somehow never played it over the years. Mm-hmm. So, I, I think I had kind of pegged this one pretty early on, like when we first even came up with the whole game club podcast. Uh, I think it was one an early one that I had had on my list of games that I eventually wanted to hit. Um, so, yeah, I mean, not really knowing much about it or what to expect. I kind of only knew, I, I, I kind of imagined it in my head as being kind of like a Prince of Persia type game, just by going by what it looked like. Right. Um, and I figured maybe it had sort of like a, I, I didn't think there was like typing in it, but it kind of looked to me like a Sierra kind of game mixed with like okay. Prince of Persia kind of stuff. That's That's in my mind, going into it, knowing nothing really, that's what I thought it was. Um, Which isn't too far off. It's not way. too far off, right? Yeah, because it it is kind of uh, got elements of that kind of Prince of Persia. You know, you have to be pretty precise at times with some of the things yeah. you do. Um, and, and when I say Prince of Persia, for people watching or listening, I'm I'm talking about old Prince of Persia, like on the PC and and stuff. Right. Not not Sands of Time era Prince right. of Persia. Um, but I, I enjoyed it uh, a lot. You know, I found it difficult. I definitely, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I leaned on game facts a couple times because I got stuck on some stuff. Um, uh, it's an interesting game to me. It's a game that visually I thought it looked really good. I mean, I mean, for, for being as old as it is, uh, I played it um, on the PC mm-hmm. and it had the option to do full resolution on my monitor, which which was nice. I guess it was it did 1080, which was good, and the graphics kind of hold up in a weird way. Um, yeah. Considering it's it's such an older game, but like when you think about a lot of like the indie titles and stuff that are coming out now with that retro look, this game almost looks like it could have come out. I think alongside a lot of you know more recent stuff and and probably would fit in fine like if someone said this came out last year as a pc only indie title i would have not even thought twice about it um, yeah so i i thought that was cool about it i i think that it's neat when you play a game that's that's a you know it's 20 years old yeah 20 21 years old and and it still um kind of holds up in a, in a in a strange way um uh, as far as the gameplay goes, I mean, it, it, it's a game that, for me, like there was, it's just one of those things where it's like constant trial and error, pretty much. Right. You just die and die and die and die and you screw up and you know, or or you miss something and and then you can't go back and, you know, so. It's definitely, or or there were a lot of times when I would get stuck somewhere and I would just be kind of like running around trying anything just to, you know, see if I could trigger something to, like, you know, get myself to go further. Um, So there's definitely a lot of that in it, and I don't know that if this game did come out now, if it would be part of... Designed the way it was. (laughs) Right, yeah. Like, I think there might be some differences. But then I think about games like Super Meat Boy and stuff like that, where it's a lot of the same thing, but they still have kind of a modern aesthetic to them where, like, Super Meat Boy is designed where you know you're just going to die over and over again. Uh, and and it, the game doesn't really hold you up. You die in your like a split second later. You're playing again. Now, it, go ahead. You, you, I was gonna say you don't think. I felt like the checkpoints in this were, were are pretty good. You, you don't think so? No, 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 no. Yeah, no. Don't don't misunderstand me. I mean, they're not they're not they're not bad. Okay. Um, but I think even compared to like something like Meat Boy, I, I think that that's even like a quicker kind of. Um, 
I don't know why I'm comparing it to that game. I don't know that that's really. <laughs> it's not really. It's like apples and oranges, really. So uh, this this game isn't isn't a Twitch game at all, really. It's not designed no. that way, and it's not meant to be that way. So I don't. It's, I'm making a bad comparison. Um, but uh, yeah, I thought it, I thought it was pretty neat. I, I like the way it kind of like you know you roll through the story and and. Uh, uh, you, you know, you start out with like nothing, pretty much. You're just like right. in this world. All of a sudden, you're like, you know, running around and uh, the leeches. I I was jumping over the leeches and I was like looking at the pattern that they fall down in in the beginning. <laughs> I'm bringing that up just because it was the thing you mentioned with Randy. Right, right. No, it's like, fine. They fall in that pattern and and there's really no rhyme or reason to it. So I'm like sitting there for a while trying to figure out how I can jump over them and make it work. So I'm trying all different stuff and I'm dying over. And then at some point, somehow by accident, I realized that I could kick. Uh, I didn't read the instructions, and yes, I know, read the manual. Um, that's right. all on me. But <laughs> right. <laughs> so I just kind of organically figured out that I could kick and, or, you know, to, like, squash them. And then I was like, oh, okay, okay. And then, uh, you know, then I get to the, the dog bull thing. And yeah. then that, you know, wipes me out a few times before I realize that I got to just turn around and run like hell in the other direction. Right. And, and uh, so there was a lot of that kind of just trial and error, really, is, is – really the only thing you can say to describe it to, to people who have never played the game and, and it's one of those things where you just kind of have to roll with it and accept it uh, or yeah you're going to be probably not enjoying it too much but uh, I, I liked it I got into it I I, uh, I think I made it pretty far I was telling you I got to a part where I was in some caves and I came to this thing and there was water and, and it's funny because I, I, it reminded me of um, I've been playing a little bit again um, Pixel Junk Shooter Okay, which was on sale for like a dollar this week. I almost got it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been yeah. playing the sequel. I, I, I picked up the sequel, and then I have just kind of been playing it in little bits and pieces. Um, I, I finished the first one, though. But, uh, oh, cool. But it just reminded me of that because I got to this part in the cave, and there was water, and there was some cave, and I shot it, and then it flooded the cave. And that's essentially like, you know, that's like one of the biggest gameplay mechanics in Pixel Junk, okay. junk Shooter is shooting cave walls and having lava or water come down and, you know than using that to get through the level somehow. So it was just kind of funny, a uh, uh, funny parallel that right. I you know, happened to be playing one, and, and then this game, I came across that. And uh, I got to that part, and I ran away, and I guess I didn't get away fast enough or whatever, and I drowned, and uh, I didn't really get back to it after that. So I'm not sure okay. how far into the game I was. I, I was looking on GameFAQs a little bit, and it looked like I was maybe around the halfway mark. Yeah, it's a good halfway point. Like, that part of the game... It's actually a really short game. Um, I'm probably going to end up talking a lot here. Did you get a lot of most yeah. of your thoughts out yeah, of it? Yeah, go right. for it. And, and feel free to, like, interject and all that stuff. Sure. Um, you know, I sat down to play it the other night. I'm very – I grew up playing the game on Super Nintendo. I'm very familiar with it, so I wasn't, like, in a rush to play it over the last two weeks. Uh, so I played the PC one the other night, and I just kind of sat down, you know, expecting – to just stick around with it for a bit, and I ended up running through the whole game in like 40 minutes because uh, I guess it was like burned into my brain. I couldn't believe like how I remembered everything. It was crazy. But um, the way the game's broken up is everything's pretty straightforward. You know, they're just like stages. You just kind of figure out the puzzles and go ahead. The part you're talking about with the tunnels, it's that's almost like the meat of the game. It's like the middle of the game, and it's um, almost Metroid-like where. Mm-hmm. You have lots of different paths you can go. You can actually do things like totally out of sequence. And you know, when I was a kid growing up, like this is this part in particular of the game is the part that like really is with me still, because um, 
you can do things out of sequence. So you would just get hung up trying to do something like that water you blasted out. Um, mm-hmm. When you went down into the cave, uh, did you pretty much just go right over there and blast the water out and then you died? Uh, or did you kind of explore around? Did like did you go down? Did you dodge the rocks? Did you have that bug get eaten by the tentacles? Does any of that? Yeah, sound yeah, familiar? yeah. Uh, it, oh, you did all that stuff. I think so. All right. So, I remember dodging rocks. I don't remember the bug. But uh, the bug didn't get eaten by the tentacles. I don't remember. So that, that you can hop across. All right, you would. So, so really, if you had kept playing, you probably would have kept trying to do something with that water. Mm-hmm. And that's like completely out of sequence. Which is crazy because it's presented to you like immediately, mm-hmm. but you really have to go down and into the dungeon and you have to do a couple more things and then you actually come back up and and uh, blow out the water and then you move up you proceed that way. Um, so when you do things out of sequence, the way the checkpoints work is um, if you do something right, you know the proper way, you're gonna start like real close to like where the puzzle ended. Um, whereas if you are doing things out of sequence and you die, you're going to get put back real far, if I'm making sense here. Okay. Um, so when, you know, when you're growing up playing this game and you're dying over and over and over again, you're doing things out of sequence over and over and over (laughs) again, like it just gets stuck in there. So even though I haven't played this game in probably like 15 years, it's just amazing how it all, like most of it, I only cheated on one part, like right at the end of the game. Um, it's just amazing how it all like came right back and I knew exactly where to run to. Um, so yeah, I don't, I guess I want to say that, that middle part, um, I don't want to say it's poorly designed because it's just a different way of, of going, you know, it's a different approach Mm -hmm. and you know, it's a short game. It's a 40 minute game actually shorter than that because you know i still was refiguring things out again um so you, you know most most of your value of playing this game when you spend 50 dollars on it is figuring it out you know it's just like a puzzle it's almost you know i compare it to metroid whereas you're just kind of dropped into this thing and it's up to you to just kind of like make sense of this maze and you know what does what um so it's tough to say that that's like a design flaw today, but but I could see how someone would be frustrated by it. And I thought it was funny when we were talking on IM the other day. You go, yeah, this game doesn't have like glowing pathways or glowing ledges like this is the ledge you grab like a game would have today. Right, right. You know, like it's not. You know, there's no there's no dumbing down. It really is just like up to you. And you know, if you're feeling it, then you know, you're going to get into it and you're going to want to put time into it. And I could see why, like, Randy would get turned off by it, like, today. Just because that's not how games are made anymore, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Um, another thing I liked, um, did you like y- your buddy? I did, yeah. Yeah, I thought uh, that was pretty funny. Yeah, like, the whole, it's great, like, um, you know, this is one of those games where, you know, there wasn't really any, um, you know, stories and games were very basic. And, you know, people always point, and, you know, back in those days, people always point to, like, Super Metroid as the game where, you know, it told this amazing story with, you know, no dialogue, you know, the whole part at the end with the baby Metroid and blah, 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 mm-hmm. all that stuff. Whereas, like, this game did that years before, like, like, the no dialogue, and it tells, like, this awesome story of just, like, these two dudes trying to escape. And... <laughs> It's just, like, I still thought it was really cool. Just the way it was done, like, 
though. It's very cinematic. There's a lot of cutscenes, which, um, at you know, back in the day, like, you know, even though it's funny that I'm like jumping around all over the place here tonight. Uh, <laughs> you know, you said how the graphics aged well, and and they have in a weird way because you know they're so unique. And like you said, it looks like something that could be like released today. You know, like when when you were talking about, it, I was like, you know, thinking of something like Sword and Sorcery, where, you know, it's like this very particular look. Mm-hmm. Um. So, where, goddamn, where was I headed with that? I should have like, I should have jotted jotted notes down here. <laughs> oh, when I was a kid, I thought the game looked like shit. I actually never even wanted to play. I thought the game looked awful. I remember like making fun of it, um, seeing it in magazines, and my brother had actually bought it for Christmas for us. As a, I don't know, uh, yeah, it's like you know, a gift for you know me and my other brother to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember opening it up, and just being like, "Oh my god, I can't believe this is the game you bought!" Like, you know, <laughs> I made fun of it immediately. I didn't care. And then he was like, "No, man, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good." He was convinced it was gonna be good. And you know, the moment that car, like in the beginning, you see his car drive into the, into yeah, the view, yeah, and you're just like, "Holy shit!" Like. You know, when you saw graphics like that back in those days, like, you didn't understand how they moved, you know? Mm-hmm. So to see how they worked, you know, it was just, like, mind-blowing. So all of a sudden, you're like, you, you know, you got it. You were just like, oh, wow, this looks awesome. Even just, like, with, I remember seeing pictures of, the, like, the original Star Fox and just thinking, that looks like shit because you didn't understand right, right. the way the polygons worked. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was, like, this new concept. Um, so, yeah, seeing this game in action on a Super Nintendo was just like you know really uh, like back in the day it was really just like a mind-blowing experience because i had never played anything that that did this before and then as it's telling this this story you know where you're meeting your friend i always called him my zuma because that was what he says to you (laughs) and your friend is my zuma um i don't know what he's saying there but that's what i always called him because he doesn't have a name um and it's just neat like how you get separated from them and just how the way they meet up at different points in the story and mm-hmm. you know how you like at one point in the caves you you're kind of like helping them along uh right before those caves you see him getting chased in the foreground by the guards yeah uh-huh. uh once you get into the cave he's actually like stuck in like a duct and then you have to like shoot out a light that knocks a thing over so that he can go through the duct and there's just like this whole thing of of how it um you know how they stay together and how how they help each other out through the rest of the game and it's just really well done it's awesome and i would like by the end of the game i was really into it you know i'll ruin it i mean are you gonna play it again you care if i like ruin no no you can go ahead it's okay i mean i I may play it again but it's fine if you want all right so (laughs) i i was you know when i was playing the ending i had something in my oh i you, you know in metal gear um you know, one of the Metal Gear Solid Four, whenever like everybody's, you know, one of the highlights of that game is the scene where Snake is crawling through that like incinerator. Mm-hmm. You know, you remember what I'm talking about? Oh, I oh I remember uh, very much what you're talking okay. about. <laughs> yeah, I mean that part is like great. That's great. And there's a part at the end of this game that's like almost kind of reminded me of that. And I was just like, holy shit, this did this like 20 years ago. Um, you and your friend are you know you're escaping, you're running, you get lasers are firing everywhere, getting shot all over the place. At one point. Um, a bullet flies in and it knocks the ledge out from under you, from under the main guy, uh, Lester, his name is, and Lester falls and then he gets caught and he looks like he's being saved by your buddy. And then, you know, he has these red eyes and he just kind of like throws you to the side and you're hurt. So 
from this point on, I mean, this is basically the final boss. You're just laying on the ground because Lester's hurt. Mm-hmm. So you're crawling. And it almost kind of reminded me of the snake part. So as you're kind of crawling away from this dude, your buddy comes in and they start fighting. So now they're on the ground fighting. So you're just crawling. And in front of you, there's a bunch of switches. And you're just crawling to the switches like as fast as you can. And it just kind of reminded me of the snake part where you're just like so hopeless and, you know, like you're just like, oh, my God. Yeah, of course I remember that part uh, in Metal Gear. And it, and it almost has like that same kind of feeling. Of course, it's like way more primitive. But uh, basically um, they kind of stop fighting and then you throw a switch that fires like a beam down and you have to like time it all. So you're going to die here. Like, of course, you're going to die here a million times. And you have to time like the beam. Uh, to hit the guy at the right moment. And then the game basically ends with you probably dying because then you're hurt and your buddy picks you up and then you go fly away on some big bird. (laughs) (laughs) And he's holding you while they fly away on the bird and you have no idea what happens. Um, And, you know, I brought up Heart of the Alien, the the sequel, earlier. I I played a little bit of that on an emulator a few years ago. Mm -hmm. Um. And the way that game works is you're actually playing through the the buddy's part point of view for certain points from hmm. from the original, and then there's like newer stuff, of course, added on. And uh, they decide that Lester dies from the last game, you know, when he's all hurt. Mm-hmm. So supposedly uh, Eric Chahi wasn't like uh, a fan of that, and I guess he he doesn't really consider that part of canon because he kind of wants to leave it up to the um, to the player to, I guess, decide Lester's fate. So you don't really know what happens to him. So mm-hmm. I guess, you know, it's almost like a fan fiction thing, <laughs> according to him, you know, where they decide <laughs> to kill him in the, in the second game. But, you know. Uh, yeah, so I really uh, I really liked it. And playing it on the PC, um, you know, I'm so used to Super the, the SNES one. Yeah, it's... I was going to ask for your uh, kind of opinion on the two versions, having you know played the original on the on the Super Nintendo. What you thought of of the uh, PC version? Uh it, you know, it plays so much better. The, the Super Nintendo one is really slow, and a lot of SNES games came off pretty slow. Like you remember how everybody was like, "Oh, you know, sports games suck on Super Nintendo because they're faster on Genesis." I mean, there's like a truth to that, and you know, that trickles through in the other games. And it obviously uh, was the case with the Super Nintendo one because it's very slow. I never played the Genesis one, but I decided to watch some videos on it the other night. Mm-hmm. It runs like 100 times better than the Super Nintendo one. It's like noticeable just from watching YouTube videos. Um, so, yeah, to play a version where it's like running at the wet, you know, running at the speed it's supposed to be was like, you know, that was, that was kind of crazy. That was cool. But, um, the Super Nintendo one had, like, some music and stuff that was not in the original one, and I kind of missed the music because, uh, you know, it added something to it. And Yeah, I, I see, I, not knowing that that was missing, I had no idea. And then when the other day when we were talking, you sent me some YouTube videos uh, with, with uh, the Super Nintendo music, and, it, yeah, it was, it was made a pretty noticeable difference from, from what I had experienced, uh, definitely as far as, like, building tension and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the... Yeah, I mean, it only has, like, two tracks that they just kind of use over and over again. Mm-hmm. There's, like, the mysterious one, and then there's the action one. But, yeah, like, the dog, when you when you make it to the dog and the PC one, I was ready for the music to kick in when he started chasing me, and there was, like, no music. And I'm just kind of like, well, 
you know, I feel like in that kind of case, you know, you know, you're not hearing. You probably died immediately. The dog probably just ran up to you and killed you immediately, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like when you hear the music, you know, there's like a threat here. There's a threat involved. Right. And, I was like, oh, hey, fella, how you doing? Right, right. <laughs> and and maybe you'd be a little more inclined to run away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hearing the music. Um, so I do feel like the, that that was a, a good choice. I don't know what the developer thought of them adding music to it, but I thought that's like a, a nice touch. And I ended up watching videos of the 3DO version as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that one actually kind of looks like ass, but they added music like throughout the entire game there's like different music that plays through every situation hmm. um which you know they gotta do something with that 3do disc fill up <laughs> all that space <laughs> but uh they actually did like um uh updated backgrounds as well and the version we played had updated backgrounds which i'm assuming you played with right they were set to the, the default no, no. What's this now? I didn't. I didn't even notice this. What? There was a different background. You mean? Yeah, that? the one you, the version you were playing. The backgrounds were updated, but they're not like um. They're like slightly more detailed. Uh huh. Was this not, something in the options that I could have? Changed? Yeah, yeah. You can just flick it right off in the options. You can oh, switch it to even, original. I didn't even see that. I'll yeah, to, which, I'll check that out. Which maybe was why you. I mean, I still thought it looked good, but I'm just saying, like maybe when you look at the original one, it might look a little more dated, but. They didn't really. They just added little details. It's not like they didn't like totally overdo it. The 3DO one, they made like these really highly detailed backgrounds, but you know it still had the flat shaded characters, and it just mm-hmm. looked. It just looks bad. It doesn't look good. But yeah. the audio was the audio was pretty cool. But uh, yeah, so I, I I found myself really enjoying it still. Um, you know, a lot of that had to do with because I remembered it. Um, I probably would have been frustrated. Maybe if I didn't know it, I, I'm not sure. I don't, you know, I can't come, I can't look at it from that opinion, uh, from that angle. But, you know, I, I still really enjoyed it, and I, I had fun playing through it again. It's uh, uh, definitely one of my favorite games, probably. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it made a big impression on me back in the day. It was just, you know, when you the first time you see those cutscenes and... The way it told the story as you're playing it, and just you know, I love met like the Metroidvania genre. I guess is probably like one of my favorite genres of games. Um, so you know, it has a little bit of that in the middle of of the game. So you know, I really uh, I really enjoyed it, and I st- I still enjoy it. Yeah, it, it, like I said, it's really interesting to me um, playing a game like this. You know, now after 20 some years of, of, of games, you know, evolving. Right. Uh, which isn't to say that this game feels primitive or anything, but, it, um, comparing it. And I, I don't know that and this game influenced any of those, those designers, but it kind of in, in ways reminded me of things like, uh, like eco and, mm-hmm. and, and, and just kind of like that style of, of, you know, games that, do things that are a little different. They're not, you know, necessarily just, uh, I don't want to say that they're, they don't have action because they do have action, but they right. just kind of present it in a, in a different way. Yeah. Um, in fact, I, I, what did you think of like the gunplay in the game? I actually really liked the, the gunplay. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. I liked how you could make the shield and then you could, I mean, it, it took me a while too. Like I kept screwing up the gun, like where I would like run out of, I guess, uh, it runs out of, yeah, Energy. in the beginning it runs out. Then you you get to that point where 
you actually already did it. You get to a point where yeah. you charge it, and it, and it's good. It's good to go. Right, right. Um, but yeah, so in the beginning when I first got it, I mean, I was like holding down the mouse and charging, like blasting it, and then like, right running out like right away. But yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, uh, you know, I liked how you, you pretty much you had you use the shield, you kind of ducked, and uh, to to um, it's almost like some of the first cover based uh probably shooting, you know? Yeah. You're basically, you're just building the cover for yourself. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I didn't really even think about it like that, but yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Because yeah, I thought, it, I thought it worked great. I, I, I you know, I, I thought this was a really cool game. Definitely, uh, definitely a game uh, that you know anyone who is a connoisseur of the uh, <laughs> of games should definitely check out at least once. It's kind of like, I don't know, I don't know if you're if you like if you like horror books. I guess you know everybody should read like The Stand. At some point in their life, like, <laughs> if you're into games, you should like, and and especially if you like any of the games that we've mentioned, you should uh, give this one a try. Yeah, it's 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 a uh, very cool. I, I mean, like, I, yeah, I mean, I don't know, you know, if people are willing to give it a try now, I'm not sure how much they would like it because we're just so trained to like games in another way at this point, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. Which you know isn't exactly good, I guess. You know, we just we just want baby games all the time, which you know I'm I'm guilty of wanting baby games too. You know, oh, I get yeah, frustrated. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah you know, I mean, I, sometimes I, you just want to sit down and turn your brain off and play something and not really like have to, uh, you know, after a long day, right? Not always up for you know being that kind killed of over and over. But I, you know, still, I I, I think this game has a, a unique a unique place uh in history and and should definitely be experienced by people so mm-hmm. it's by the way i i couldn't imagine playing it like on iphone or ipad i feel like it would be very uh no i was tempted to check out the ipad version um but i didn't so <laughs> yeah i'm glad you didn't i don't know how like i don't i feel like the gun parts would be really, um, yeah, and really I, bad. I didn't even look into it, so I don't know if it does like the uh, the virtual joystick thing where right. there's buttons on the screen that you click. Uh, I hate that stuff in in touchscreen games. I, I really just games I, like that turn me off immediately. Yeah, I feel like it would almost have to be. Yeah, I don't know what else you could do. I mean, unless you like tap your guy to make him shoot, or uh, I have no idea. But uh, yeah, I that that is like a big big turn off for me when it comes to iPad or iPhone games is as soon as that as soon as i see a game that has that i, I pr- pretty much just stay away because right. i'm just not into it at all i, I yeah. like games designed for uh that medium that um you know are designed for that medium and and they 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 understand uh what touch screen is all about and and how right. to best use it right um, so yeah Maybe if if I ever see it like super super discounted, I'll check it out. But uh, I yeah. don't know that that will ever happen. So yeah. So yeah, I I still, you know, like you said, I I still recommend it. But people probably wouldn't like it. But I still think it's worth maybe taking the chance on. It's uh because it's it's a cool experience. And you know, if you're really in the games, like you, yeah, like you said, Steve. I mean, you ha- I feel like it's like one of those musts. Like you got to check it out at some point because you just need to see like, I don't know, just how games of. I don't know. It's like a good historical, yeah, uh, game. You know yeah, what I it's mean? Like a, it's a classic, right? You know, it's, right. It's, it's 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 you know, it's kind of like required reading. 
Exactly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, yeah, I love it, and that's that's really all. Uh, I think that's all I have to say about it. Yeah, really. I give it a big, uh, definitely a worth checking out, or worth yeah. in in elder geek terms, I would give it a, a worth trying and maybe a worth buying with an asterisk. Um, just kind of you know know what you're getting into. So either you know I don't know that I would recommend someone who. Uh, you know, is on the fence, go out and buy it at full price. I don't know if I'd say right. that, but I'd say that, you know, maybe if you can get it on on a good sale or something like that, then definitely worth giving it a shot. Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. Anything Anything else to add? That's it? No, I think that's it for another world. I mean, you know, obviously we, we would go through Randy's stuff at this point or, or would have gone through it already, but um, we'll just kind of, maybe, maybe he'll leave a little addendum in, in the YouTube mm. comments or something that's like that. That's true. That's true. So. Yeah. So uh, cool. That'll wrap it up for another world, uh, or out of this world. And uh, let's see. So next time around uh, is your pick, because um, this was mine, and Randy did Grimlock before that. Yeah. Um, I just called it Grimlock. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even catch it. Yeah. I was just like, yeah. <laughs> so go ahead i'm not even going to attempt the name go ahead i think it's called uh noitu love 2 uh it's a game by um Konjak. uh he is um like pretty well known in, in the in the development community he's done um of course i can't think of any examples we actually want to do uh his game that he's been working on uh iconoclast Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to do that when it comes out. So this he made this game a couple years ago, uh, and it just got a Steam release like two weeks ago or so. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I want to play through it. I have already been playing through it a little bit, which is why I just figured I would suggest it for this because, you know, my game time is is limited these days. So right. I'd like to. <laughs> Sorry guys, I'd like to play something I'm already <laughs> playing. <laughs> Uh, and it's pretty cool so far. So it's like a $5 game on Steam. It's um, 2D action game, you know, very, you know, uh, retro-inspired. Um, the way it works, you know, I don't want to get too into it, but um, you're using the mouse to kind of click around and, and attack things. It's But it's kind of like a brawler action game. I'm probably doing I'm doing an awful job of, of describing this right now, but... Yeah, check it out. It's it's pretty cool and it, and it's cheap. And yeah, we'll be talking about that next time. Very so, good. Very Noitu good. I look, love to. Yes. I look forward to it. Very good. So, okay. Well, um if you guys are listening on YouTube, thank you very much. Uh, on Elder Geeks YouTube channel. We, we appreciate it. Um, if you would like to be able to take episodes of this to go with you on your portable devices or whatever, uh, we are on iTunes. Uh, there's a feed for this show, the Elder Geek Game Club, uh, and Zune as well. Uh, if you go on either of those uh, marketplaces, uh, you can do a search for us and you'll find us. And please subscribe and feel free to leave us some feedback and reviews. Uh, that would be really awesome. Um, or if you just want to subscribe through another way, head over to eldergeek.com and you can get a link to the RSS feed there and plug it into whatever device, uh, you like. And well, if you just like listening to us on YouTube, then that's great too. So be sure to subscribe to Elder Geek's YouTube channel and, uh, keep listening, leave us some feedback, give us some likes, thumbs up. We, uh, yeah. appreciate all that support, uh, and, uh, we will continue to, do the show and, and bring more episodes out. So 
Thank you very much for listening. Uh, and there was one other thing I wanted to say, and I don't remember what it was, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Just, oh, uh, while you're on eldergeek.com, uh, you can uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube, obviously. Uh, there's also a Twitch TV channel where there's always great stuff being streamed. I think right now they're playing a lot of uh, Terra online. Which mm-hmm. just came out. That seems to be the uh, the big game that's getting streamed. So check Elder Geek out at all those fine places and uh, get involved in the community. A lot of good stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. Toad, uh, totes. I think, yes, I think that about does it for this episode of the Elder Geek Game Club. Uh, Phil, thanks very much for uh, joining me this evening. Oh, no problem. Always a pleasure. And I uh, hope Randy feels better. Randy, as yeah. you're editing this for YouTube, I uh, hope you're feeling all right. <laughs> yeah yeah very and uh yeah so check out noi to love too uh and uh if you want leave us some feedback if you play the game we'll be happy to read it on the show and uh we will see you next time thank you very much yep see you